Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, Kevin and myself are going to tell you about our experience doing concierge level on three different cruise lines. We might be a little spoiled. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, client services manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. We do this for you, you know. We do. Aging consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. I can talk about that one time I had concierge. It's <laughs> <laughs> one time in band camp. And our producer, Can Craig Williams. Can hear the Williams. Bruce Springsteen song, Glory Days? <laughs> <laughs> and our producer, Craig Williams. Hey. I just want to make sure Craig got introduced properly. Remember that one time I had something nice? Yeah, remember that one time? And that one time? I had something better than you did. <laughs> So, again, Kevin and I had a really great opportunity to be on three cruises pretty much back-to-back. We actually did four. Well, we're going to compare these three. So the three cruises we did were uh, Celebrity. We did Celebrity Celebrity Equinox or Equinox, depending on who you spoke to. August 18th of 2018. We then did the Disney Magic. September 20th of 2018, and then we did the Royal Caribbean Cruise Line's Oasis of the Seas, September 30th, 2018. So pretty close to each other. I don't know how we did it. I don't know if we had clean clothes or not, but we managed to do it. And we're not, we did not plan these these way, this way. They sort of, scheduling-wise, they kind of popped up that They popped way. up, and they made it possible but again, made it nice for us to be able to stay in the concierge level staterooms and experience the levels of service and let us compare it and decide what we liked better and then share that with you. Um, so I, I need to kind of preface this by saying that concierge on even on the same cruise line is very different ship to ship. I'll give you an example. The Disney ships, the classic ships, Magic and Wonder, they have retrofit a space for their concierge lounge. The Dream and the Fantasy have a purpose-built concierge lounge, and the staterooms are in a concierge area. So again, we're going to compare these three and give you the best assessment that we can, but you have to keep in mind that even within a cruise line that this level of service is going to be different depending on what you book and what ship you book. So one of the things that I think makes it okay to do this comparison is that these three sailings are financially equivalent. The Celebrity Cruise and the Royal Caribbean Cruise were were almost identical in pricing, Mm -hmm. off by a little bit of money. The Magic, the Disney Magic sailing, we had done a um, show about that. That was a trip. That was a agent education trip that we were invited on, and we did the upgrade at the port. However, if we had paid for this stateroom just as a regular guest booking the stateroom, it would have been the same as the other staterooms we booked. So I think financially we're looking at equivalent. Ship wise, we're not. You know itinerary they're very different itineraries so just let's keep that in the sphere of can you give us a range so when you say they were equivalent were they five thousand twenty thousand in each of these they are in the ten to eleven thousand dollar range that's for two people for two people for two people in a concierge level stateroom and they were all seven nights correct Correct. yeah um 
the celebrity one was an Eastern Caribbean. The Disney Magic was the repositioning from New York City to Canada. And the Oasis was a Western Caribbean. So I don't know. I can't really talk too much about, you know, the ports of call in New York City and Canada. But the West, Eastern and the Western port chargers are the same. Right. I would assume that was the same yeah, for Canada. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. So that stuff is not really the variable nope. in there. So I think it's a fair assessment for us to do. So we're going to start with celebrity. Now we did celebrity because Tracy was talking about it and had said how great it was. So we really wanted to experience this sailing. Celebrity again. Each stateroom for celebrity and royal have a different level of service that you get. We stayed in a celebrity suite on Celebrity. Which I would say was equivalent to the owner suite that we stay in on Royal Caribbean. I think that's going to be the easiest comparison. So that's a stateroom to stateroom comparison. Right. It is basically a bedroom with a living space and a small dining table. So let's talk about Celebrity. I would like to start at the very beginning. That's a very good place to start. So, Mary, what would you like to say at the very beginning? <laughs> Who's Mary? Mary Poppins. You were oh. doing... Wasn't he doing it? Oh, you weren't doing Mary Poppins? <laughs> Aren't you doing the song from the show, from the place? Um, that song is from Sound of Music. Oh, damn it. Oh, so. Mary Poppins wasn't in Sound of Music? Well, okay. the same Just person sure. was. Okay. Isn't it the oh. same movie? Stop. <laughs> okay. Julie. That's what I meant to say, Julie. Okay. That makes more sense. Here's the deal. We've traveled in Royal on Royal Caribbean in the owner's suite more times than we've done pretty much other cruise lines. So we are very familiar with what uh, concierge looks like on a Royal Caribbean ship. Celebrity shocked me. They called three weeks before we traveled and had a list of questions for us. They wanted to know what we liked to have to drink in our stateroom. And we were offered every kind of alcohol you can imagine, uh, beer, wine, soda. They offered us anything we wanted. And if they knew in advance, they would stock our uh, refrigerator. in our stateroom. I explained to them that neither of us really drank, so that we did not need al- bottles of alcohol. This shocked her. This was the first time anybody had asked the um, alcohol to be removed. We were traveling friends who enjoy wine, so we asked for some wine. And I joked and we said, um, we drink diet soda, water, and if you have sugar-free iced tea, that's my drink of choice. I've never been on a cruise ship where that was available. However, not only was the refrigerator stocked with uh, Arizona iced tea, sugar-free Arizona iced tea, they made it available to me in each of the restaurants we went to. I don't know if they had it in the back and listed it as Kevin's iced tea or if they had it in a central location and went and got it, but I was shocked by that. The other thing I was shocked by was just the day before the cruise, they called and asked what time we would be arriving. And I thought, well, that's kind of specific. She said, I said, why do you need to know that? She said, well, we'll have people out front to help you. And we pulled up to where you would drop your luggage off, and there were two concierge people 
who not only made sure that our luggage went the right way and was labeled correctly and was taken immediately, they took us in past everybody else in line, and we went to a special place and checked in, and they walked us on the ship. Royal Caribbean's never done that. Royal- they have to me in Star Class. And again, <laughs> right, you can, you can, whatever we stayed in on the celebrity ship was the equivalent of what you stayed in service-wise service on wise. Royal Caribbean. Yeah, star but class. again, for, Without paying extra for it. Right. But again, for the price we usually pay for the right. Royal Caribbean. So that's why it was, it was such a difference It's to apples us. to apples, in my opinion. We're paying the same price. I think the level of service that we got on Celebrity yeah. was much higher. So it was impressive to us that no other cruise line does the concierge, for us personally, did the service start before our cruise. And the fact that she was so... Um, Detailed. Diligent and detailed, diligent to call us a couple of the day before and say, when are you coming? We're going to meet you. There was a spot I pulled the car in that was made just for, not for us, but for concierge level guests. Mm-hmm. So again, the service started prior to cruise. We Never happened. On- and we met our butler. Now you had a butler on the time you had a better stateroom than us. I actually had a genie, but okay. <laughs> with the little curled toed <laughs> shoes. Um, our, we met our butler who, again, asked us what we wanted. And I think our only requests were some extra pillows. What kind of pillows? Do you want foam pillows? Do you want feather pillows? Do you want semi-hard? Do you want hard? Do you want soft? What do you want? So I thought that was kind of magnificent. And then he explained to us that all our laundry on the ship, any laundry we wanted to do, was included. So all we had to tell him was, these need to go to the laundry. And we had them back that day. Right. That's another, I mean, I've done laundry on other cruise ships, but you pay for it. Right. This was Even in the owner suite on Royal mm-hmm. Caribbean, it's available and there's maybe one night where pressing is free or there's that one time where it's fill the bag for $30, but it's never been free the entire cruise. The other thing that surprised me was any of the, um, the additional cost restaurants were included in our cost, we could go to any specialty restaurant we wanted at any time. I thought that was a huge perk. Uh, any bar we had as part of what we booked, the ultimate drink package, beverage package was included. So all of the drinks, anywhere we wanted to go, any bar, order a drink. At no additional charge. No additional charge. So again, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity Magic, same price. Same sailing. This was the only cruise where that was given to us for our booking. Um, where that level of service and perks was included. Exactly. Celebrity and Royal Caribbean both have a suite uh, dining room for suite guests in addition to a suite lounge. I want to drinks. go back to Celebrity one time. Just okay. one more story. One night we were coming back from the casino and we passed the gelato shop. And I stopped and got a cup of gelato to take back to the room with me. And I showed them my CPAS card thinking I was going to have to sign for something, and that was included. Um, coffees at the mor- in the morning at the specialty coffees were included. So there was a great deal included that I found surprising. There's a lot of people who like to do an all-inclusive vacation. That's appealing to them. They don't want to take any money out or have any hidden expenses. This was truly for us an you- all-inclusive vacation. You reversed this. You kind of tried to retro figure out how much you saved. What did you find out was the additional savings 
that our included stuff was. Right. So we had friends on the ship who were paying for the specialty dining when we were getting it for free, paying for laundry. I figured out what our laundry would have cost, and it came to about $2,800 between the drinks, between the stuff in the room, between the, the specialty dining that was covered. Um, celebrity specialty dining was actually a little bit more than Royal Caribbean, so that was in there as well. So, again, I call it, I said this is a $2,800 value. So let's move on to uh, Celebrity and Royal Caribbean both have – well, let's do this. Celebrity – the, uh, Disney Magic and Royal Caribbean, these ships all had a suite lounge, a place where as a suite guest, you could go. They would have a happy hour where drinks were included for free. Both of them had the same general hours. Both of them had snacks available, all three of them, and all three of them had um, concierge personnel there to help you if you had a problem or an issue. Or you wanted to make a reservation or right. something you wanted. Now, I would tell you the snacks – I don't think these. this is a meal replacement snack kind of thing. Right, right. Although there were a couple of mornings, I went up there and had breakfast before we had meetings and stuff, and I thought it was fine. And on the Disney ship, I should right. say. So um, the, the happy hour is equivalent. The types of drinks you can get are equivalent. The type of snacks are equivalent. The space on Celebrity and Royal Caribbean was bigger and nicer because on the Magic, it was a retrofit space. They had taken a space when the the ship went into dry dock. They had placed this concierge lounge there. So that's why it was smaller. It's up towards the back of the ship, and it overlooks the adult pool. So there were, you know, quite a few windows, and you could see out and things like that. But you overlook the adult pool. As far as the service goes... um, Again, for for two of the cruises, we didn't ask for much. But on the Magic, we had a problem with our stateroom. We talked about how we upgraded the port, and it turned out the stateroom we were given, um, not to go into too many detail, the configuration wasn't working for us. I'm going to just tell the story. The bed was in an alcove so that when two people are sleeping in the bed – one person would have to climb over to the other side. There was no way to walk around the bed and get in the other side. There was only one way out, and that just didn't work. And so on the Magic, we went to the concierge lounge the first few minutes we were on the ship, and we explained to them, they said, listen, this is a problem. We actually can't stay on the ship. So if you're, if, if there's nothing we can do about it, let us know now, and we'll just go, because it would not have been possible for us to stay on the ship. And I cannot tell you, I mean, they jumped through hoops and got us a stateroom that worked for us. So the level of service because of what we needed, I thought was fantastic on the Disney ship. Um, Above and beyond. Really above and beyond. Incredible for us. And again, we're not, I think for the most part, we're not needy travelers. So we're not the type of person who wants you to make shore excursions for us or make specialty restaurants. We're independent in that, and we can take care of ourselves. However, this was an issue that we couldn't solve ourselves. And I cannot say enough good things about Disney when it came to that experience. It was the level of service you expect from Disney and hope for. Right. So then two of the ships, two of the cruise lines, Celebrity and Royal Caribbean, these ships have – Sweet uh, dining rooms that are specific to sweet guests. Only sweet guests can eat there. They usually offer breakfast, lunch on days where it's appropriate, and then dinner every night. Um, 
uh, Royal Caribbean is what's it called? Coastal, Coastal Kitchen. Kitchen, and I forget what it was on Celebrity. Luminae. Luminae. Both very equivalent in the the decor and and the service that you received. I thought the food on Celebrity was better. On both ships, you can order. There's a menu in the suite restaurant where there's two sides to the menu. One is the da- one is the daily menu, and then there is the simpler side where you can get a grilled steak, grilled chicken, or grilled salmon. On Celebrity, you could also order from the main dining room menu. You got to see both. That's not true, I don't believe, on Royal Caribbean. Correct. If you go to Coastal Kitchen, you order off the Coastal Kitchen menu. That is correct. Um, service was great for both. So, uh, food was great for both. I just thought Celebrity was a little bit above Royal Caribbean. Um, I would consider the Luminae dining room equal to Palo on the Disney ship. I would consider it that level of food. The choices were fewer each night, but I would consider it that level of dining. So much so that we went to specialty dining and went, why are we here? It's so much better in the sweet restaurant. The Disney ships do not have this. The Magic, the Wonder, again, only have the retrofit uh, concierge lounge. The Fantasy and the Dream have specialty built lounges, but they are not dining rooms. It's my understanding the new ships will go to dining rooms. It's just the way sailing is going now for concierge guests. So we'll see what happens when the new ships are built. But Disney doesn't have specific dining for sweet guests. You know, Disney dining is handled completely different. Disney dining is an entertainment. So I think they want you to go to their restaurants and experience those entertainment venues. So... Again, it's hard to compare those because it's not available, but the fact that it's not available to me makes the other concierge levels a better experience for the money. Especially because, as we've talked about before in a Disney show, we're all of the group now that don't necessarily want the ceremony and the show that Disney dining is. It has a very specific, you know, those who love it, love it. And I, there was a period where I did as well. Um, but sometimes I just want dinner to be dinner. Right. Exactly. And so not having, you know, I don't know that Disney will ever go to a complete celebrity sweet dining because they're t- pulling you out of the show. Exactly. So it'll be interesting. I will say that I thought this trip, I hadn't been on the Disney magic in quite some time. I will say that the food I thought had the, the, the level of dining had increased for the, yeah. the food was better than I remembered it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, a couple things about other stuff that's offered. And again, unfortunately, because of the cruises we took, we couldn't experience it, but we have on other cruise lines, specifically Disney. Disney on Castaway Key has cabanas, and they hold some of those cabanas aside for their sweet guests. One of the best island experiences you can have, in my opinion, is to get a cabana on Castaway Key. And just enjoy that and have a fantastic time. I'm not a beach person, and that changed my mind. Celebrity has a um, private suite area on Labadee. And co- yeah. Sometimes it's Labadee, sometimes it's Coco Cay. So now we, haven't, we haven't done it since they're doing the new thing on Coco Cay, so, but we know Labadee. And we've talked about this on a previous cruise. It was nothing special. 
it was like, okay, good. So they put walls up around a certain part of the beach. The food they served was the same food they served everywhere else on the island. We didn't think it was very good. We also looked at cabanas, and I would say that they're not as private. They were in the middle of the sweet beach, and all it was was a raised platform platform with furniture where on Castaway Key, you get like a, a shelter, like a cabin, and inside there's a refrigerator and there's a fan <laughs> and there's a button to push if you need the concierge to come see you and things like that, and there's cold towels. I don't. I think as far as that's concerned, Disney wins hands down. Hands down, for sure. Uh, but again, the cruise we did with the Disney Magic didn't go to Castaway Key, so we right. couldn't do it in this review, but we've done it before and we know how great it is. So again, I don't know if there's anything else we can add. I don't know that exiting the ship was any different between the three cruise lines, between concierge. You so know. on the celebrity cruise, did they escort you out the same way they escorted you in? I don't believe they did. I think they offered to do it. Okay. And we were just like, we're just going to go. I had rented a scooter, so I had to return a scooter mm-hmm. to a certain place. So, I mean, they were great about it, but it wasn't, we did not partake of okay. whatever services they offered. A lot the of times out. with the suites, they want you to do is, okay, we're going to go to this restaurant and this is where we'll stay until we get you and walk you down. That's not our thing. Right. We're kind of of the mind that once the cruise is over, we want to get out. Mm-hmm. Well, we also usually, at least when cruises depart from Florida, we have our car there. So I don't need to wait for transportation. I don't need to wait for a certain time. My idea is get your luggage in the car and go home. So we didn't, you know. I will say this. The plus of of each of these cruise lines for concierge is your luggage is off first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you tell them, you know, I'm sweet guests and you get the luggage tag and yours is off first. So no matter when you leave, you don't have to wait for your time to be called. Mm -hmm. You can just go and get your luggage. Right. You're not assigned a time on any of the three ships. Was there anything else? That I miss for service or what we received? I think no, but I think they all have pluses. I do think if I had to rank them as far as concierge level things, I would rank them Celebrity, Royal Caribbean, Disney. I believe for what you get, that's right. Celebrity, Royal Caribbean, Disney. So by what you get, you mean the value. You feel the value right. for what you paid. Right. right. The specialty restaurants being right. included, the alcohol being included, the all of that stuff, the laundry. That's the order I would put them in. However, I think for service, I would put Disney first. Disney went above and beyond yeah. for us, so yeah. I would agree. Maybe we didn't ask enough of uh, of Disney to see it as more valuable. Yeah. I think what happens is, in general, we're, we again, I said we're not needy travelers. We don't right. need them to do a lot for us. But when we need you to do something for us, we want you to do it. And, and I was impressed by the fact, by the um, celebrities self-starting. The, that's not the right way to put it. Pre-trip. Yeah. The um, service you received. Preemptive so service. Yeah, and they were more proactive. Proactive. Right. That's the word I was then looking they, for. You know, then reacting to it. They were more proactive. Right. And- Disney reacted to a uh, situation. They did a great job. Not a single complaint. High marks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Celebrity was proactive. Mm-hmm. Celebrity wanted to know what they could do for us before we even thought about leaving. You know, right. They were planning what we were going to drink in our stateroom and what time we were going to get there and how they were going to take us from here to there. Ask us about making dining reservations. Now, anyone can do their dining reservations ahead of time. That's not a big deal. But the fact that 
this person who Kevin talked to on the phone talked him through, listen, this restaurant is something you really should book ahead of time. This, this restaurant, restaurant is the harder of the three or right. four um, specialty restaurants. This is the one that sells out. Let's make you a reservation. And then let's make you a reservation for the second hardest. And then you can alter them on the ship. And we did. But again, that was them being proactive. This is what you're going to experience on the ship. Let's take care of this now. They offered to make spa appointments. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest advantages to Disney concierge is something that you two wouldn't necessarily use is the pre-planning access, the online check-in earlier than anybody else. So even before, you know, Platinum, you've got early access. So what would happen is you get an email from concierge. They ask you what you want so that they're ready on your booking day to take care of it for you, the cabanas. Um, if it is Paolo or Remy or whatever it happens to be. And I think for a lot of our clients, they would tell you that that's their biggest mm. advantage is having access before all other Castaway Club levels. Because with Disney, online check-in doesn't open forever, isn't open for everybody the same way. With Disney, it's by your Castaway Club level. And so if you're silver and sometimes even gold, chances are you're not booking a cabana. So I think a lot of our clients would say that that's the biggest advantage. And that's an advantage that I know because I've traveled with you and I know how you travel that wouldn't right. have any value the, to either of you because you're more f like me, flying we're on the fly. Your pants. Yeah. And again, we did get to go to Palo on the Magic. But however, however, we walked up to Palo to make a reservation and we asked, first of all, we earlier, we traveled with people who don't eat later. So we're not looking for prime time. And the other thing was, we'll take any night you've got. So it's... Anything I'd, you got, anytime you can squeeze us in, we'll be happy to do it. I wasn't concerned about my rotation or missing pirate night or some of the things that concern Disney Cruise Line guests. We were, where can you plug us in and we'll make our plans around that. So we do travel a little differently. In addition, if we had missed Palo, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. Right. That's We'd exactly We've done it true. enough times. Yep. It was It's great. Happy we had a chance to do it. But again, it's not heartbreaking us if we miss it. It also was, we went to Palo like the second or third day. So we weren't part of the first push to try and get something. Our feeling is we've done this before. Let's wait and see if there's any left over. So that we're not, we're not the type to have to grab the very best in the first thing. Mm -hmm. We waited until other people had had a chance to it sort of shake out, and they found a spot for us without yeah. a problem. But I agree. If you're the type of person who you, you got to get Palo, you got to get yeah. the Cabana, you know, it's great to have that edge or advantage. Mm -hmm. And you know you're not getting up first thing in the, or waiting up until midnight to do it. Concierge is taking care of it for you. Um, so I would think I'm willing to bet most people would list the pre-planning as one of their top reasons for choosing disney concierge and here's the deal disney the disney cruise line the disney cruise was the one in this group that we didn't plan in advance we had the celebrity cruise booked and we had the oasis cruise booked we were asked to go on this cruise much later mm -hmm. after the other two were booked i don't know that we would book three cruises within no, two months but it was that's just the way it shook out so we tried you know we try and be decent guests and not you know demanding i know that people are probably going to say well i can do it i could never afford concierge that's crazy that's a lot of money i do believe there's a value to it yeah i think there's i think a i'm a good example of that because generally the way i travel 
And where I'm at in life, I can't afford to do concierge or club level very often. Um, I talk about still, you know, we joke about my glory days when I had that one trip. That was a special occasion. Our parents both had special birthdays. We had a suite that fit all of us. So I think if you're looking for something special and it's not your normal way of traveling, um, it's a way to plus the cruise experience for yourself. And it doesn't mean that you're going to do it all the time still. Right. I know for me, it's been, a, it's been a while. So I'll still remember the memories until the next time I can do it. Right. Um, but like John was saying, the value, when you start to do the math on the value um, and you're looking for something special to do, then I think is where it becomes worth considering. I would say that surprisingly, that the celebrity ship, we got the most bang for our concierge buck. Right. I would say if, let's say it's $10,000, and John said we've got $2,800 worth of perks, that chances are we would have paid for anyway, yeah. above and beyond. Yeah. That, was, that brings the cost of that cruise right. down to $7,300 right. for two people. Because that's really the definition of value. I mean, if you get all these things included but don't use them, right. Right. then exactly. it's irrelevant to you. Or you wouldn't have paid for them anyway. Right. Royal Caribbean, we put, we put in laundry. Royal Caribbean, we paid for the specialty restaurants. Right. So all of that came out of pocket. Right. So you think, okay, my cruise is paid for, but you still have that stuff to and, pay I for. And I mean, you think about things like internet. Having, well, that was the other thing too. Yeah, you had unlimited, right? unlimited Wi-Fi for the whole week, and for us who you know we're working when we're traveling, that's v- valuable. Look okay, how much so money that, we spent. I don't know about you, but I spent a fortune yeah. on the Disney Cruise. Yeah, to get I internet. Say, that's another point too. And that Disney Cruise Lines internet is so expensive, but you and get it. You get more as a concierge guest. It's still not unlimited, but you get more. Minutes. Not a lot more. I paid for several packages yeah. of internet on the on the Disney ship. So that's what made the Celebrity and the Royal Caribbean one a better value because it's all free and it's fast, yeah. super fast. You get the Voom internet included right. on both of them. So, can I finish up with one thing about Celebrity? Sure. If you're not in the um, if you're not able to book concierge at this point, um, there's something that we've done on a couple cruises. Celebrity has the Go Big, Go Better, Go Best program. I've talked about it before. So sometimes in our regular veranda stateroom, uh, we did this with Alaska, we added the Go Best offer. So we prepaid for drink packages, you know, internet. So it includes drink package, which is uh, you get upgraded to the premium package for the two of us. It included gratuities. It included unlimited Wi-Fi for the two of us. And it included a $300 onboard credit. And the value of what we paid to upgrade to that in advance wasn't near what the cost would have been. And these are things we probably would have been. And I don't drink alcohol and thought that it was good value still. Now, see, we travel in a bigger stateroom. On the stateroom, we're both working. Right. We have realized what we need. Other people like to hang out on the pool deck. We enjoy our stateroom and our balcony. Uh, I would tell you that. On a Royal Caribbean ship, even in the owner suite, we have a small, I would call it a cafe table with four chairs at it. On our Royal, we had a dining room table that would have seated eight people. It's a one bedroom. I would tell you that there were, um, on a Royal Caribbean ship, in the owner suite, we have a very nice bathroom. On the celebrity uh, ship, we had two bathrooms. Uh, we had a one in the bedroom, and we had a guest bathroom. And at first we thought, well, look at us. However, they both got used. So there are things that, you know, I understand what you're saying. We couldn't always do this. 
Sometimes you make a decision, do we travel more often or do we travel the way we're comfortable? And I think we've at this point, we've traveled the way we're comfortable. At this point, we don't book the suites because of the perks, believe it or not. We book these suites because for the stateroom that it is and the space that we get. So that's why I say comparing these, what was the better value for us? Now, I didn't know about the go better, go best, go home, (laughs) go away program that they have because – Jeff and Val, who traveled with us, did not travel in the same suite we had, but the money that we could have paid to get them the same stuff we had would have been more than worth it. Yeah, and it wouldn't have been exactly the same. They would not have gotten the specialty dining included. They wouldn't have had the setup in the in this suite like you did, the mini bar. Um, so it wouldn't have been they exactly the same. They did have wine. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, they just don't get the same because I think yours is replenished through the week. So they were in a sky suite. And if anybody's looking at those, typically those do include those four perks I was talking about that you get with the Go Best program. But if you booked um, something like a Florida resident rate or a senior discounted rate or another promotion, then you don't get those four perks included. So if they had a booked a regular promotion, they would have had those Go Best perks included in the gotcha. sky suite. But because they had a discounted rate, they didn't get them included. Correct. So it's kind of one or the other. Right. So often for clients, we're doing the math. Do we take the discount and or do you need these perks? I should have right. taken the time to do the math because I think they would have gotten more yeah. getting the perks we got. Agreed? However, we've now spoiled them. Yes, we've now spoiled them. So the next one, they're in the same suite we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> calculator um, but yeah, I mean, here's the deal. It's unfortunate, but it spoils you, right? Of course. Once you do a concierge level stateroom, once you do uh, first class on a on an airplane, you are spoiled, and it's hard to go back to those other accommodations. <laughs> Sometimes, unfortunately, you have to go back, but it's hard. <laughs> it is really hard. It is hard. So, something to consider. Please, please consider it. Look at the price versus what you get. I think, in some instances, you would be surprised. That while it seems like a big number and it seems like it's, you know, sticker shock, it's really not as bad as you think it would be. Yeah, once you start adding the extras and see what the extras would cost you, if you can reverse engineer that to see what those extras I'm ha- stuck in the middle of right. the sentence. Extras, extras, extras. Thank you. Right. <laughs> so that you get, Help uh, me. you know, what is the better value for you? All right. So that's it. Anything we want to add about concierge on the ships? Anything we want to say? Do it. Just do it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for helping me out, for participating. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. <laughs>